his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. It is now 742 here at WCCO. I am so excited about this guest. Uh, the year in music with Star Tribune music critic, my favorite critic, John Brame, is joining us. How are you, sir? I'm hanging in there. How about you, Gerilyn? Happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays. We are all hanging in there. And that hanging is not as firm as I thought it would be. Uh, we have now, um, we're going through this return to indoor shows again, uh, to another possible slowdown because of the new variant. Where do you see us going in the next, let's just say the next six months? Well, I hope we go to the uh, hyper-cautious lane. I think it's important that they uh, demand uh, vaccinations for all patrons or passing, uh, you know, the 72-hour test or the 48-hour test of being COVID-free. And it's important that the concert goers, the staff, and the performers all, all meet those tests. Um, you know, I think you're going to see uh, some shows that are going to get canceled. We're seeing, you know, lots in, in recent weeks that have been canceled and all year long. You know, things have returned in the summer. And then, lo and behold, whether it's Garth Brooks or BTS or Florida Georgia Line, Kiss, Backstreet Boys blew off their Vegas run. So lots of acts are getting uh, very hesitant. And they should. I really think um, we should all be hesitant and cautious of how this is unfolding, because this particular uh, variant has shown its head and said, OK, I'm quick, I'm fast. You better get on, on you know, get in line. That's how it feels. When you talk to some of the musicians that have done great things this year, um, even though we've had um, the checks that were coming in for some of the artists that didn't have anything, the lost all of our performances, that sort of thing, people were starting to feel very confident again to get on that stage. And then with, before you knew it, it was over. Where is it? Are we not receiving the information quick enough, or is this variant just much faster than we are? What do you think when it comes to well, performing Well, I, I think live? part of it is the variant is much faster, but it, there's the issue of, of um, musicians traveling from city to city and getting exposed to so many people. Um, most musicians are, have stopped doing meet and greets, so they don't meet fans before or after the show. So that cuts down on exposure. But you're traveling from hotel, you know, if you're in airplanes, you're exposed. Even if you're traveling on the bus, I mean, look at all the sports teams, how the the um, virus goes through teams so quickly, so fast, because they're in close proximity. Well, a touring band, touring group of musicians and performers, they're all in close proximity for lots of time. So if one gets it, it's going to spread. 
okay, so it's spreading again. We know that we have to be extremely cautious, but are we doing it? What are you noticing about the performances, the clubs, the venues that really present us? Are you, do you think that they're moving quickly enough to ensure that there's safety? Well, one good example, and they've been a leader in this, is First Avenue. They were the first ones early this summer to insist that all uh, concert goers and all performers be vaccinated. And they're so cautious that just Friday they called off three of their New Year's Eve shows. There's a, a, a dance party at First Avenue, a dance party at the Fine Line, and the Suburbs, one of the greatest live bands of all time in Minnesota, was supposed mm-hmm. to play New Year's Eve at That's the right. Palace Theater. All three of those gigs have been postponed. So they're being cautious. And I read about and, that, yeah. Yeah, and are other promoters, are other bands, are they being that cautious? I don't know. Some are, some aren't. And certainly it's the amazing. audiences aren't. I mean, you'll, you'll see artists... You know, like when the Eagles came around, when James Taylor came with, with Jackson Brown, they required that the audience, you know, show their vaccination cards or prove that they'd been tested negative, you know, within the, the last 48 hours. Oops, Thomas Rhett's coming to um, tar- our XL Energy Center on New Year's Eve. No tests required. That's you know, amazing. so every artist makes his or her own decision on how cautious they want to be. It's interesting. It's like the Wild West, isn't it, once again? It really is. It feels like that. Um, We keep having these protocols, and we all know we get information from all of the outlets, right, whether it's a a venue where you're performing or whatever, but they don't always do what they say they're going to do. Like I went to a a Lizzo concert uh, months ago at Treasure Island, and, of course, we were in masks, but a lot of people weren't. It was 20,000 people there. But people were feeling like, you know what, we've really come out of this. We're doing just Well, fine. that was outdoors, Gerilyn. So people it was outdoors. feel s- safer outdoors. Should they? I don't know. But that, that was a different time. You know, that, that was in the fall, and that wasn't quite. The Delta hadn't even been uh, raging, and now you, you've got the new variant. So, it, it you know, it seems to change, and it's hard. You know, bands... Um, schedule themselves months in advance, sometimes years in advance, and it, there's no flexibility. I mean, when uh, the iHeart Radio uh, conglomerate did the series of Jingle Ball concerts around the country, which is mm-hmm. like an all-star parade of the young top 40 stars, there were several artists that fall, fell out one by one because either they or someone in their touring party caught COVID, and then finally they called off one of the Jingle Balls completely. I remember that. And, and, that, and that was all, we, you know, all things in early December. So what are we missing in the protocols? Do you feel like we're getting the information as an artistic community, right? The artists that are performing, dancing, whatever it is that we're doing, are we getting the information soon enough to act on it? Are we uh, making sure that we have our cards to show that we are fully vaccinated? Because even at some of the concerts I've seen or plays I've seen, it's amazing. They tell you to make sure you bring your card. They're going to look at your card, but not all of them do. Well, I'll tell you, I've, tonight I'm going to the Dakota. Every time I've been to the Dakota this fall, they make you show your vaccination card, your booster card, and your driver's license to prove it's you. Same thing at First Avenue and in all the First Avenue. It, it, it's up to the, the venues to be diligent. It's up to the artists to be diligent. But the reality is not everyone agrees that this is a priority. I mean, look at even the Vikings. 
four of their eight captains are not vaccinated because they don't agree about vaccination. So who are we listening to about this stuff? Are we listening to science? Are we listening to some band manager? You know, people want to make their money. They've lost a lot of money in the last year and a half. But to me, health is number one. That should be the priority. Well, I tell you, we have a lot of industries that are, you know, very clear on what the protocol is. But when it comes to artists, especially those of us in music, I'm seeing that it's not something that we all just know to do, that we've all received the information and make sure that we do it. I would say a lot of us have, a lot of us, but there are still those who say, nope, not going to get it. You know, I'm not going to walk in with my ID. I'm not going to have any type of card, vaccination card. Nope, not going to do it. And they're still performing. That's what blows my mind. Well, everyone, you know, travels to the beat of their own drum, and everyone believes maybe in different uh, rules, different freedoms, that sort of thing. You know, you always find people that turn to music in their youth because they were rebels. And now are they still rebels at times like this? And there's been venues that insist on it. And then there's been artists who've been turned away from venues like Travis Tritt. Um, The venues required him to be vaccinated. He refused to do it, so he canceled those gigs. Conversely, Jason Isbell, who's a great Americana star, if if the venue wouldn't agree to um, a vaccination policy, he wasn't going to play it. So he had to cancel a few gigs where the venues wouldn't agree with his policy. So, you know, what's speaking here, health and safety and science or the pocketbook? Exactly. So where do you think we are going in the next six months? Do you think we will come out of this as musicians? Do you think we're going to go back to having to find ways to make sure that musicians are and artists are paid, um, even though they don't get to do the performance like we had in 2020? Well, you're, you're, you know, you're not going to get paid if you don't perform. Um, and, and certainly touring money is the lifeblood of the music industry. I mean, there's not much money to be made from record sales or streaming sales or whatever, unless you're, you know, Adele or Drake or Olivia Rodrigo or, or some of the, you know, artists who are massively successful. So, so the, the lifeblood of the music business is, is live touring. But you know, if you're sick, you can't do it. I mean, remember the sort of the first issue in this, Gerilyn, was when the Doobie Brothers came to the State Fair. And it was the big reunion tour. It was their 50th anniversary tour, but it was the first time in 20-some years that Michael McDonald was on tour with them. Boom, he tests positive the day of the show at the State Fair. Well, the State Fair is only 11 days. You can't reschedule. So they went on without him. Then they postponed five shows, I think, until he would, um, you know, be quarantined for his 10 days and he was feeling better and it was back to the road. But eventually, three of the five singers, you know, had COVID. And then some other people in the tour caught COVID. You know, you can't avoid it. It sure seems that way, doesn't it? And I hope that they w- we will find a way to just stay on task, right, just to make sure we're all okay. But there are so many that just don't want to do it, and I'm not quite sure what to do about that, sir. Um, but right. I will and, say and to you, the, as- the music industry doesn't have a doctor consultant the way the National Football League or the NBA has or something like that. So, you know, maybe you should be in charge of getting – Professor Osterholm or Dr. Fauci or someone to be, you know, personally affiliated as the consultant to the music industry on COVID issues. 
Right. And it's a lot of questions that we have. The problem is a lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to do that and may not always stick with it. And that's what I'm seeing. And that's unfortunate. Last question, sir. Where do you think Minnesota is musically? Do you still think that we're growing in our music, that we are turning out more and more artists that are doing incredible work? Minnesota has always been uh, a hotbed for music. I think, you know, ever since Prince took off, we have continued to be a place of lots and lots of creativity. Every year you find, you know, new uh, people emerge from younger generations, whether it's the Gully Boys or Nerdy or whoever it is. And every year I, I find new talent. Now, it's not as easy to become, a, quote unquote, a star like it used to be, but you don't have to be a star. You, you can be a, a big fish in a small pond and you can make a splash and your, your stuff can go viral and you can, you can do well in the streaming business. Um, but the important aspect, and this was a big question mark we've been talking about here for the last few minutes, where can you go with live music? Because that's where that's these people really get their exposure and get to grow their audience and, and meet new fans. Well, I was at uh, the Dakota last night to hear the Bad Plus, and, you know, people were wearing masks. Um, we were, uh, the table we had was social distance. We weren't around anyone, and I really enjoyed just being in the space, just being in the space, hearing live music. So I'm looking forward to continuing uh, performing. The Steels had our small um had our small tour that we did in six cities around the state of Minnesota. and the I missed you this year, yeah, because you toured out state and you didn't uh, perform in the Twin Cities. Yeah, we were in this, and we missed not performing in the Twin Cities. We really did. But we were grateful to be able to meet all of these amazing Minnesotans around uh, the state, and we hope to, to do more touring in the future, not just in Minnesota, but throughout. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. You know, your insight really means a lot to us, so thank you. And I look forward to reading a new book of yours. I know you're working on one. I'm not going to ask the name of it, but I'm excited about it because I know you are. <laughs> all right, thanks. Always good to be with you, Gerilyn. You too, sir. Take care. Thanks. All right. That is our own Star Tribune music critic, John Brame. If you don't know who he is and the books that he has written, and they are fabulous, make sure you check him out. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.